0: Hello. Hello. Podcast Network Asia. This episode is brought to you by Podmetrics. Podmetrics is a podcast analytics platform that enables podcasters to see all the relevant data they need to know about their podcast's audience. Sign up now at podmetrics.co and use the referral code RESTING2XPOD. Again, the code. Wrestling Two X Five. What's going on? This is Xavier Woods, aka Austin Creed. I said, "Give me the hell, yeah!" Hey, this is Zayda
1: Zay. Hello, WWE Universe in the Philippines. This is Charlotte. Talent is not. Sexually transmitted.
2: You
0: need to go back to the drawing board because your game absolutely sucked. Hey, everyone, this is Jeff Cobb, and you're listening to the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast.
2: You are listening to and watching the longest running weekly episodic Filipino wrestling podcast. This is the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast. Stan C, Romaran, and Chino Liao all present tonight. And like we said on the pre show, Explosivo, Explosivo, yung backgrounds natin, because of that. Ending to AEW Revolution. Uh, we're going to talk boy about that in a bit. Of course, we're local, right? Explosivo! <laughs> Explosivo! Explosibo. So, we should be local yung mga references, natin, uh, Russell Ivo Kumu, if you're checking us out over there, Maraming Salamat. It is at Wrestling Wrestling Pod. This is our normal time slot. Thursdays at 7 p.m., for those of you who caught us yesterday during our guesting on uh, the show of our friend Jamalas, uh, it's called Otaku. Oh, thank you very much to everybody there. If you're a regular and you're joining us on Facebook.com slash Wrestling Wrestling Podcast or on Kumu, thank you as well. If you're listening to the audio-only version, uh, thank you then. Um, it, it's always nice whenever we get together this time of the week because it's Thursday night. You know what that means? We're going to be breaking down everything that happened in the week in wrestling. And we're going to start off, like I said earlier, with the women. Ladies first, tayo because it is March. It's Women's History Month, and itong Monday lang we celebrated International Women's Day. So we thought that a good way to pay tribute to the women we love in wrestling would be to talk about yung mga favorite women's wrestlers natin. And you know, um, whether you came up in the TNA era of WWE or yung current women's evolution, you know, th- these women, ba, uh, they have been a big part of our fandom in wrestling. So. Uh, do you guys want to start with so we're the first women's wrestler that really caught your eye? Let's start with Chino since he's the older fan among the
0: three of us. The first women's wrestler that caught my eye since you mentioned the TNA era was Trish Stratos. Now, granted, she has her accomplishments in the ring, but she did start out as eye candy in the WWE. Back then, uh, women's women's wrestling really wasn't as prominent or as, as not as acknowledged as it is right now. So, Shepherd. You get your—that's how you get your Trish Stratus, your Stacy keepers of the world. Bye. you had—you ha- you had amazing matches with Trish and Lita as well. So those are the early days of the women's evolution. And if you talk to any female wrestler pr- presently wrestling now, they will bring up the Trish and Lita main event from that one Monday Night Raw all those years back as an inspiration for this movement. So really, Trish Stratus is. Is a goat, in my opinion.
2: How about you, Ro? Who was the first women's wrestler that caught your eye? Uh,
1: my first exposure, to the to WWF, to the at the time, was the video games. So, yung pino push nina sa video games a Senator Stratus uh, Terry Runnels, uh, Deborah the Cat, Stacy the Cat. They were the first uh, female wrestlers na una hong uh, na I was a young kid and uh I was attracted to them to say the least, no. But moving on, uh the 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 female wrestlers who eventually ended up showing their stuff or not the man, uh, showing their wrestling skills but, uh, at the height of the ruthless aggression era were the ones who caught my eye then. <laughs> Even I though, stuff here, yeah. <laughs> the other stuff. not We we can't deny that yung stuff na yun, because yun din yung branding nila at the time. So, okay, uh, hindi natin ma iwasan yak knowledge yun being part of our fandoms, I think.
2: Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. For me, I came up during the Ruthless Aggression era. So, the first uh, women's wrestler to really catch my eye was Tori Wilson. I I talk uh, about her a lot on the podcast, being my favorite uh, women's wrestler from the past. And, you know, uh, whenever she makes her returns every now and then, for the same reasons that Ro mentioned, she was very um, instrumental in our growth. For (laughs) I I guess that's a nice euphemism to put it. What Uh,
0: instrument were you playing with, sir? What (laughs) instrument were you playing with?
2: Skin flute. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I I mean, you know, uh, natututayong mag five na ko shuffle there that's a way of putting it that'll not get us kicked out of kumu uh, but i guess in terms of you women's wrestlers that really showed me now wow sobrang legit nila probably yung current era in sasha banks becky lynch really when when those wrestlers came up dun talaga ako na na yeah there's really something happening here so yeah. how about in the current era, who are your current favorites? And I'm going to throw this out to our listeners as well To our viewers on Kumu or on the Facebook page mga favorites, you know, Leave it out in the comments, we'll get to them in a bit Probably after we go around and give our current favorites So let's start with Chino as well
0: So according to Kumu, some of their favorites Have been Judy Carl, Sash Banks and Trish Stratus, Lita, Asuka, Tori Wilson, Kelly Kelly The Bella, Twin- Bella Twins rather, and more Damian Moore, Sabini, Stevie from the geeky Wands, Trish showed crazy fast improvement in like five years from 01 to 06. The improvement was insane. Thank you, Finley. Yeah, yeah. The trainer, uh, most of the divas during that time, and that's right. Of course, Sabini, Stevie, Baki Ito, who we just talked about in passing during the pre-show. One of some of my current favorites, of course, are Bailey. Yoshirai, a lot of the NXT women, in fact, are making this cut. Um, So on the other side of things, you have uh, Hika Yoshida, who's the current AEW Women's Champion. Talk about her in a bit. Thunder Rosa, we had on the show as well, is another favorite of mine. And of course, locally, you have Crystal and jor who, while we haven't seen them in quite some time in in in-ring action, have made their own mark. Uh, in
1: professional wrestling how about you ro alright i tend to like the more uh the more masculine masculine and uh, female wrestlers I, w- I don't know if that's the right term but uh, they are to me the more badass I think uh, guy, women like uh, Raquel Gonzalez Rhea Ripley Beth Phoenix even to an extent the women who were total powerhouses compared to the rest now, I, I tend to love those women and uh, I used to I really do root for them a lot uh, I think that they break the barriers of what women can do and parang they, they show that they are that the women are more than just eye candy I believe uh Granted, uh, a lot of the women nowadays, when they step into the ring for WWE, for uh, AEW, for a lot of the major promotions now, they skill and athleticism. Uh, and they have all proven that women's wrestling has come such a long, long way from the early to the mid-2000s and stuff like that.
2: For me, since Ro mentioned the mga in uh, y- preference niya, Which is the powerhouses, those who really hit yeah. hard. Um, I- I'd probably gravitate towards the characters. So on AEW, for example, my favorite is Britt Baker. I I love how uh, she's a dentist, <laughs> and uh, like everything about her is really about her being a dentist. Like how her finisher is the Lockjaw, and it's basically the mandible claw and a parang rings of Saturn combo. I also love Alexa Bliss, especially since my range lane character niya ngayon. Mickey James from back in the ruthless aggression era when she was the crazy stalker, but even though very problematic storyline in retrospect. So I, I kind of tend to uh, tend to gravitate towards the wrestlers with a strong with, with strong character work. So there, for yeah, for everybody here who's been uh, commenting, keep them coming on Facebook and on Kumu. We see everybody see Alan for example is shouting out uh, Mayu Iwatani and Julia. From stardom, uh, we, we actually saw Julia get her head shaved after she lost a hair versus hair match recently. So, some of our friends in the Smart Henry uh, Discord were saying things like, Yes, magpapaapak papa kay Julia after that. <laughs> so, totally. Uh, Rowan says, Beth Phoenix and Natalia from the PG era. Favorites din ya sina yung Four Horsewomen from the reality era. And from the current era, Alexa Bliss, Tony Storm, Io Shirai. Aaron, shouting out the late Hana Kimura. Yeah, sobrang sobrang sayang. Um, you know, with everything that happened last year, uh, a lot of people were really saying that she was going to be the next big thing in women's wrestling, and it's really unfortunate that we lost her way too soon. And saying what's up to JK. Thanks, Champ, for joining us on the stream. John Christopher on the same page as I am. Uh, saying what's up to Julio as well, and to Bruce, one of our patrons, who is shouting out his former classmate Nina. You know. <laughs> uh, we all know best from PWR So
0: yeah and Stevie on the Kumu stream, Julia now Is hotter with a shaved head And he also wants Rhea Ripley To step on him That's kinky, <laughs> Stevie that is So kinky and Judy Carl, he misses Victoria In the ring We saw Victoria for a bit in the Women's Rumble
1: Yes, we did So
0: what so a wild treat that
2: was How about this for a segue? Victoria won a hair versus hair match against Molly Holly at WrestleMania 20. So Molly Holly got her head shaved. And now she's going to be the first inductee to the uh, 2021 Hall of Fame. WWE or 2021 class of the WWE Hall of Fame. So um, I actually watched the segment on The Bump where Shane Helms uh, was live and he was talking to Molly Holly. uh, He was getting really emotional. He couldn't even say it immediately na because uh, It was very pure and very wholesome. And you could tell how much he really loves and respects Molly Holly. So congratulations to her.
0: It's not just him. A lot of the current wrestlers right now credit Molly, Molly Holly as an inspiration for them to get in the ring. Right? You have people like Bailey. You have people like Tegan uh, who credit Molly Holly as being one of their I- idols growing up. So to have her have such an impact in the current crop of wrestlers and finally make
1: it as a
0: hall of famer is a huge deal for women's wrestling and just wrestling in general
1: I think a lot of people uh, don't quite understand how impactful Molly Holly was to the women's division at the time. Because again, back in the Ruthless Aggression era, siempre hindi parin fully fleshed out as actual uh, wrestlers. Right? They were still kind of eye candy or majority of them were still eye candy. And at the time, Molly Holly and Victoria were among the few who could actually wrestle. So to get her flowers now, is really well deserved and i think uh i on what we could have seen from Molly uh, back in the day so i'm glad that she's getting all of this love and respect now see
2: Rowan is pointing out that Shotzi blackheart is the first filipina that na champion in wwe yeah. i think that's i think that is the case um, yes, as far as my case. memory goes parang wala pang filipina then again, champion in WWE. So, congratulations to Ember Moon and Ateshazi Blackheart for winning the NXT Women's Tag Team Championship. So, we'll get to that in a bit. Uh, before we do that, though, uh, guys, do you want to talk about the thing we talked about? The chat, Th- that writer or that person on Twitter yeah, who criticized sure. women's wrestlers? Do you want to talk about it? But oh,
0: okay. okay. <laughs> yeah, no. i'm
1: going bring up it, okay. no, it's not. Ble- i don't want to give it any more heat
0: than it
1: yeah does um do, it's huh? I, know. I think a lot of i think all of us here whether uh it's the three of us or the people in the comments i think we are at the point where we respect all the women uh in the wrestling industry right now and we don't need to give that uh that viewpoint any more airtime than it deserves yeah it, everybody it's it's about to happen somebody will
0: always say something like that no matter how evolved the industry gets it's It's just there. It's a constant thorn in its side because of the history that it had to come from. But at the same time, you know, we're already in an era where we respect and we see these matches take place in front of our very eyes, and can't help but disagree with this person who said uh, these things. So I don't even want to mention what they are. I don't (laughs) want to give any call any attention to it because it was squashed immediately by the. Four or five female wrestlers who replied to it. Diba? And,
2: and, Dila sila, actually, Dila in Amiya and Chelsea Green, there were a lot of them. Um, I, I guess to to uh wrap a bow around the entire thing, all we gotta say on the podcast, I guess, is we don't care if the women's wrestlers post bikini shots or if they post mga photos of them with the stingers and with the, with the black eyes and all that, you know, they they can do whatever the hell they want to do on social media. If, if they start supporting MAGA, for example, then you know, but as far as uh, the bikini shots or whatever, uh, you know, you do you, right? Okay, uh, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll talk about that explosive ending to AEW Revolution. But first, we got to let you know about one of the ways you can support the podcast, and that is through your online shopping. Uh, everything you want, syempre, hashtag nasa lazada yan. And before you check out, please do us a solid by clicking on our affiliate link that is tinyurl.com slash wrestling wrestling again tinyurl.com slash wrestling wrestling xlazada do it on your phones it'll take you straight to the app from there click checkout and then when it gets delivered to you a portion of the proceeds go to us to help keep the lights on here on PNA we also have a very special offer for all you online shoppers uh, if you are on Zalora
1: all right, guys, uh, if you are like us, then you uh, have fashion as a priority. So if you go online shopping for your favorite pieces on Zolara.com.ph, you can get a really special deal. You can use our sp- super special code, WRESTLING, on checkout to get 25% off and 10% cash back on your purchase. Again, that's WRESTLING. You just got to enter that code upon checkout, and a portion of that purchase will help us out. Alright There you go Two quick ways for you to support The Wrestling Wrestling Podcast And now a quick
2: word From our other podcasts On Podcast Network Asia Now hold on just a minute playa That's a Teddy Long reference for you. If you're probably wondering How a few wrestling fans Who put together a podcast For their love of wrestling Have been able to collab with brands Here on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast Well the answer is simple We use Podmetrics So if you have a podcast No matter what the size is You can sign up now At podmetrics.co That's P-O-D M-E-T R-I-C-S Dot C-O And use our referral code Wrestling2XPOD All caps One word That's W-R-E-S-T-L-I-N-G The number 2 The letter X And the letters P-O-D Again Wrestling2XPOD All caps One word And hey It's a great way To show support For the show as well now, if you're an advertiser and you want to collab with us on the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, who are we to say no? You can head on over to advertiser.podmetrics.co and fill up the form. Again, that's Podmetrics, the easiest way to monetize your
0: podcast. Let's get some shout-outs on Kumu. Alright, say what's up to Stevie and Judy Carl who are just having a big exchange of women's wrestlers on here. But also saying what's up to a few joiners, S- City Shane, hello to you, Reds Jekyll, and Yama The Nerve. Thank you for joining us on Kumu, guys. Please keep hitting those hearts, letting the people of Kumu know that you love this wrestling talk.
2: All right. Uh, Lance, one of our patrons in the comment section, Sabinia. I like how both of you referring to me and Ro have the exact same background, and yeah, of course it's an uh, it's an allusion to that ending to AEW Revolution. So <laughs> I, I think we can all agree that it was super dumb, and that even Kenny Omega wasn't very happy with the way it went down. So in Bali Balita, is that uh, behind the scenes, uh, backstage, he was really furious, and after the show, um, when the cameras went off the air, some people actually caught this on Twitter. See John Moxley cut an impromptu promo para lang magsave and then if you watch Dynamite kanina, uh, you'll know that Kenny and his crew, the Good Brothers, Don Callis, they came out, they addressed it, they made fun of John Moxley and Eddie Kingston. Uh, they were making 69 jokes, which I thought was hilarious because I'm 12, and you know, parang they're they're kind of moving on, I guess. But it really is a bad look for AEW. Na sobrang nagmohang amateur hour
1: yung Revolution towards the end.
2: What do what do you think about this? I just to ask.
1: I I just gotta ask. Well, that was tech rehearsal. Did they not try the the explosives and the pyro before the show went on? Because uh, it seems to me if Kenny was angry, ibig sabi hindi na nakita or hindi na dating So isn't this normal for productions like this? You know, you know what's weird though.
0: The <laughs> the street fight looked better. Than this match. Yeah. <laughs> That's, That's uh, true I was surprised At how good That street fight looked Like Baleo si Darby added, He jumps off A well, third story window uh, To some Some plywood Sting Became his old ma- so Old superman self right? It looked so well And so Well choreographed Cinematically That I expected a lot Going into The exploding Barbed wire match I actually saw A few matches over the weekend, specifically Onita versus uh, Terry Funk, this classic Japan exploding barbed wire match they had in 1989. And let me tell you, ang layo. Ang layo the <laughs> no, no explosions the Onita and Terry Funk versus this one. Now, I don't know. Like, naman naman si Ro, naman get may tech rehearsals the papado. So I don't know where they actually went wrong. But what I found hilarious was... How everybody still tried to sell in the middle of that? What? <laughs> that's that's. What want um, to do? Right? No, it's... it's A commitment guy, the Because what else are you gonna do, the girl in the middle of a live broadcast. there. So like, I congratulate them for the commitment, but at the same time, it just looks stupid. It's just
1: bad. To be to be fair though I want I want to jump in and say that I haven't seen I I didn't do my homework like Chino did I didn't uh, go back and watch those uh FMW uh exploding barbar death matches but uh what we got here on Revolution okay naman siya Syempre, for sure alam mong sanitized yan kahit di ka ng, ano, yeah. ng Japanese version pero okay naman siya I thought the effects went off like they should have like I thought it looked cool Medyo brutal naman siya, uh, medyo bumenta naman yung story niya. So it wasn't a terrible matchup at all. It really just was destroyed by that that ending spot, which is super unfortunate.
2: Uh, Sabini Aaron sa comments, yung botched ending really overshadowed how good the street fight was. And it's really unfortunate because... For me, hindi ko masyado na enjoying Street Fight Kasi nga, di ba, sobrang pikon na-pikon na ako dun sa storyline ng Team Taz versus Darby Allin and Sting And sobrang excited kasi natin eh For Kenny Omega versus john Moxley Knowing how good itong dalawang wrestler na to, di ba Knowing yung uh, possibilities nitong exploding barbed wire deathmatch Tapos bigla lang wala, sobrang whimper lang Doon ta- dun ako nainis eh Sobrang high expectations for Moxley Omega. Sobrang low expectations for yung street fight. Tapos siya for whatever reason. Now, does it excuse yung bad build-up nung storyline a Team Taz? No. <laughs> no, it does not. Uh, but it it really just made everybody look bad for me. It really made everybody look bad. Sobrang sayang.
0: Uh, how do you guys uh, feel about the uh, the saving face maneuvers, if you will, that they pulled off?
1: Uh, I thought it was weird that Kenny and Don were making fun of their own thing. Siyempre, mas maintindihan ko when John Moxley and even Tony Khan were making fun of the, the bad engineering, quote-unquote. But to have Kenny and Don shit on their own creation was kind of weird to me and niko siya as a saving face move. Like, when they were, when they were messing with uh, Eddie Kingston, but you guys did that to him. So you're saying that you really were bad in making the bomb. Hindi naman,
2: parang, to me, ah, yung dating nung segment na yun, yung classic bully, na parang, ah, na-auto kayo, or or kala niyo may mangyayari, no? Tapos, ginagatungan nila si Eddie Kingston, ginagago nila siya, ginagago nila si Mox. So, for me, medyo nag-make sense naman yung pagbawi nila. Siyempre, hindi siya 100%, kasi, honestly, hindi ko alam kung paano kakakabig dun, eh, ng 100% na you'll come up smelling like roses after that big botch, ba? So, I think for the situation na, na, na nandun, or that they found themselves in, Eh, pwede na. Pwede na effort. Tanggap sabi ko na. Ni,
1: Sabi ni Dwayne Anglo, uh, Jim Cornette said that uh, it was bad, it was garbage, cartoon parody. Jim Cornette predicted that it wouldn't end well. Actually, I did have the same concerns going into this match. Uh, if you remember last week, I didn't know how they were really going to pull off you know explosions and everything. I don't really care what Cornette says because Cornette will always be Cornette. And he's going to be modern wrestling. So his opinion is uh, something I don't want to go into, but it is what it is and it did not go well. And it's a good thing that AEW isn't quite distancing itself from the terribleness of what happened.
2: Yeah, yeah. So yeah, are, are we are we good with the with the uh botched ending? Chino, any uh, other thoughts?
0: I just want to say that it's been a bad look for AEW these past few pay-per-views. Like that the pay-per-view meeting like, something negative about there was Matt Hardy almost <laughs> dying. There there was uh there's this now, and it's just it overshadows a lot of the good things. In the promotion, and I don't know what they need to do to fix it, but man, it's
1: just uh, such I a do bad tech look. rehearsal, tech run
0: <laughs> such a bad look. <laughs>
1: Segura, so okay. they should, just, uh, so good they should just, uh, just answer Chino's question. I think it should just keep it simple and, you know, not try to overextend themselves. Because then know, you don't need to go all all out like that, right? Uh People already like you. They already like you. They already prefer you over the WWE. And, you exactly. overextend, right? Yeah, they do.
0: Actually, they, honestly, a lot of these matches were already too long. And then, have something end uh, in a whimper, it's just it's such a
1: bad look,
2: man. Uh shout out Natin Sirens in the comments. Sab ending down na yon. It's a prank.
1: <laughs> <laughs> As vloggers <laughs> like to say.
2: Yeah, uh that, that 1096 gang reference. So, yeah, um, let's talk about other stuff that went down on revolution and let's talk about the good stuff. Christian Cage is now in AEW, and last week on the show. I threw his name out for shits and giggles. Basically, nang gagago ako, I didn't think it was gonna happen. But I thought to myself, kung nangyari man, I'd have a good laugh a- about it. And it actually happened, and I had a good laugh at it. So, what did you guys think about Christian being the mystery, uh, mystery signing, na Hall of Fame caliber talent that Paul White was referring to? Let's start with Chino.
0: Yeah, good for him. Congrats. Uh, but I'm not the biggest Christian fan. It he wasn't the character that I immediately gravitated towards, like. It's not—he's not somebody that I—I I immediately root for, um, for whatever reason. Uh, I've I've always been uh, uh, attracted to larger-than-life characters, and for me, I didn't feel like he was that larger-than-life. Like, because he's a little—he's a little relatable. He's not the largest guy out there. He's not the most—he doesn't do the most stunning moves, about. Right? So, for me, that wasn't really a a winning point for me to be a fan of his. But at the same time, I mean, I know what the guy can do. I know what the kind of matches he produces. So, uh, congrats to him. He found a new home uh, with AEW.
1: How about you, Ro? Yeah. I loved it. Uh, I, syempre, when we were doing the podcast last week, at, around this time last week, hindi pa natin alam na, okay, oh, hindi la contracted si Christian WWE. It apparently turned out that they never followed through after his Royal Rumble appearance. So uh, he mentions on uh, Rene Paquette's podcast na hindi pala uh, pumayag si WWE to let him do the things he wanted to do in his career at this point, which uh, AW actually let him do. So, good for him. Yin-ya, as Chino said, good for him. He's healthy. He's fine. He is not in any risk, which is also really good. Uh, from one wrestler to another, Shemper, you don't want to be uh, an injury risk. You don't want to be uh, super hurt. And I'm glad that if this is the final chapter of his wrestling career, he gets to close it out on his terms, just like Edge. And oh, um, being re- related to Edge, who is one of my favorite wrestlers, but you know, uh, I am also rooting for him. I liked his world championship runs, even though they weren't uh, what we all wanted it to be. And the fact that he could wrestle again and defy his original uh, retirement, quote-unquote retirement, is nothing but a good thing.
2: Yeah, um, I'm with Ro here. I I love Edge and Christian, uh, but even as a solo act, I really, really love Christian. Cause say, showing workhorse that doesn't have to kill himself or that doesn't really have to be super stiff, if that makes sense. Like, I guess he's more in the Cesaro mold, na workhorse, pero yun, he's not. He he doesn't need to hit super hard like Daniel Bryan or Asuka. And um, there's something about Christian na natatawa tatawaw sa kanya. Because he has a very dry and snarky sense of humor. Like if you listen to him on the podcast, yung uh, podcast on the ni Edge, or if you remember yung ENC show of awesomeness on the WWE network, iba yung humor ni Christian. Eh. not everybody gets it, uh, but I do because I also enjoy yung dry and snarky sense of humor niya. Yeah, so um, I'm a huge fan of his talaga. So when I when I saw a dynamite kanina, now it looks like it's Christian Cage versus freaking Kenny Omega for the AEW World Championship as the next big feud. I'm all for it. Sign me the F up. I I really want to see this. This is something that uh, no, I, I didn't think we would get at all this year. So I'm really thankful. But, you know, very polarizing reactions uh, on social media. We were seeing a lot of people who uh, would react like Camino I mean, Rona. Yeah, Christian. And on the other side of the bracket, you have people like Chino. And you have people like uh, Abby's brother. Abby, one of our patrons, who shared with us on Twitter. know, uh, Her brother was like, eh, it's Christian. So, uh, what, what do you guys think about this? Because uh, Ro said on Twitter earlier this week that it's basically a function of how WWE presented Christian to us all these years. You want to elaborate on this, Ro?
1: Yeah, um, basically because uh, WWE never treated Christian the same way they treated Edge, Nisha naging super main event player the same way Edge did. People or most fans pretty much came away with the impression now, okay, he really isn't as big a deal as Edge. I don't know if that's the way Chino felt, but I think that it's also valid. Okay, sure. Um, maybe Christian wasn't the biggest name ever, but it did take um, other promotions like TNA to fully utilize him to the best of his potential and push him like the main eventer that he could be and it's also fair that a lot of wrestling, a lot of WWE fans did not see that TNA run at all so when all you've been watching is WWE then you can likely see Christian as really more of a mid-carder whose biggest uh, claims to fame are intercontinental championship runs and the occasional world championship run hindi magal, dahil Randy Orton <laughs>
2: Ikaw, Chino, I wanna uh, I wanna ask you a different question. Is it um yeah, y- yung lukewarm reaction towards Christian? Is it because of how WWE has presented himself uh, has presented him all these years, or was there always
0: something about him as a wrestler or as a character that na parang nakulangan ka? I think it's how he presented himself. Cause I'm also a big believer of show don't tell, and when he started calling himself Captain Charisma, it didn't really attract <laughs> me to, to to It didn't really catch me as somebody who would charis- something charismatic would say you well, come charismatic ka talaga, you wouldn't <laughs> need to call yourself Captain charisma I thought that He's, was a joke he the fact again you say that he has a dry sense of humor everybody gets that man it's the reason that there's a reason that nobody gets that okay because it's not something that's easily accessible if you put him uh, beside somebody like say Jericho who he's had many uh storyline with. Jericho, because Chris Jericho is naturally charismatic. If you put him next to Edge, the same thing will happen. So he's not easily somebody I root for just because his personality isn't as big as I want it to be.
1: I just want to say Chino's point is totally valid. And the people who are lukewarm uh, on Chris are totally valid. Because say if they if they don't catch fire with these uh, with these fans, that's totally fine. I think the major reaction that they got are the people like you and me, Stan, uh, uh, really rooting for Christian. And we really have to accept that not everyone is really rooting for Christian, and not everyone sees him as the major star that he could be. They they don't see it the way we do. As one last point about the Christian Cage
2: signing, I want to ask you guys this: Does his return appearance at the Royal Rumble ruin the hype behind his AEW debut?
1: Mm, ako, um, I just want to say real quick, hindi naman, kasi maybe he needed that to show Tony Khan that he could still go. Like, okay, let it be in a WWE where uh, he was last seen. I don't really mind as long as we still get the full run in AEW.
0: Yeah, I agree. Yes, I agree. Uh, first of all, we wanted to see that he was healthy that he could still go, like Rose said. And we saw all those things. And we got a little bonus with the uh, sort of goodbye he and Edge had. You know, that that hug in the ring, while I'm not the biggest Christian fan, is still, it, it tugged at my heartstrings, Skype Papano. So I appreciated that little farewell that they did. Now, it did give all of us false hope that, ah, babalik is a WWE, about, especially to Christian fans who wanted him to go up against the likes of Big E all of a sudden. Uh, yeah. But the signing, I feel like, is is better for his career. To say he only has a limited number of years left in, in his tenure. So that said, he would want to work with people he's never worked with before. People who he and people he's familiar with. You have guys like JR over there. You have guys like Paul White now. Uh, Jericho, like I mentioned, they're all with AEW now. Um, and he also Cody. has a lot to teach, the right? Cody? He also has a lot to teach uh, the younger uh, crop of wrestlers, right? and So he has a lot of room to grow with the limited number of years he has with AEW.
1: All right. I like what Chino's, I, Sorry, one last thing. I like what China said about uh, Christian teaching uh, the AEW guys because uh, it really does feel like a lot of them need a more uh, stable hand, uh, both out in and out of the ring. So Sana, they listen to him. Sana, uh, their Enric product also gets better because he's there. Uh, that's what I'm really hoping for because… Yeah, I- um, you, I think you watch the show And you can point out A lot of people can point out The, the parts where they need polish So that's really what I'm rooting for here I will say now Because of Christian
0: He's a spot monkey like If there's one thing he's good at It's telling a story in the ring the yeah. guy, I know AEW doesn't really care About the whole sports entertainment side Of things But at the same time You can only take so many uh, flips And dives and whoopie-doos before you realize that this match is already too long they, they tightened the product up All right
2: uh, We're going to talk about more AEW after the break We'll talk about MJF and that inner circle turn So that's coming up along with the NXT Women's Tag Team Championships uh, But first, Chino going to tell you about a very special offer that we have for you Because you're a listener of the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast And this offers courtesy
0: of our friends from Mr. Speedy Right, so one of the things I miss while I'm here in sunny California is actually the sun. It's been so cold. Guys, I want to go back home and be warm and sweat. Uh, but another thing I actually miss is Mr. Speedy. Uh, Mr. Speedy is so mixed delivery and courier service is so easy because over here, when you want to have something shipped, you have to go out of your house, go to the post office. Film forms out. Mr. Speedy doesn't let you do that. Then so you can do it all from their app and you can avail of the cheapest, the lowest priced uh, courier service from Mr. Speedy and save yourself 50 pesos off your very first transaction through the app by using our code WWP Mr. Speedy. That's WWP M R S P E E D Y. So you type that in, you book your ride, you register, and for every first transaction you make, you save yourself 50 pesos. All
2: right. Now let's take a break and hear from our other podcasts on Podcast Network Asia. Hi, everyone. I'm Edric.
1: And this is Joy.
2: Please do check out Family Family Unboxed. Unboxed. Join us as we talk about the fun stuff, the highs, but also the challenges and the controversial stuff as we try to change the world one family at a time. Only here on Podcast Network Asia. Let's get to some shout-outs on Kumu.
0: All right. Say what's up to our new followers here on the app. Say what's up. Say hello to Pauline Gapdula. Thanks for the follow. Say what's up to Hel- Hule, pero hindi kulong. Ro, say hi to Hule, pero hindi kulong.
1: Hello, Hule, pero hindi kulong. Sana yeah, hindi d- ka makulong. Yeah, <laughs> the guy hi "Row."
0: And he or she added four hearts to that hello. Oh, right.
1: my, hello, hello. So,
0: so, hello sa'yo, sabi ni Ro. Also, say what's up to all the new joiners, The si Jed Sina Official. Wait, uh, ad- <laughs> ad- <laughs> prim- official Hello, I'm glad you can see us on Kubu. Also saying what's up to Mitchie11041999 Hello to you Also hello to Thrix Hello, thank you for the follow on Kubu, guys Alright uh, Let's talk
2: about MJF And how uh, we all thought that the Inner Circle was already united against MJF And the twist was he executed a mafia-style hit on the Inner Circle And assembled his own unit So that's FTR, Sean Spears, and Wardlow, and uh, Tully Blanchard, and himself Uh, Your thoughts on this Can you buy the Inner Circle as a babyface crew? Let's start with Roe
1: um, yeah, I think so. Kasi people have been what singing Jericho's theme song for months now, so that's pretty much a hallmark of a baby face. They really wanted to cheer, and I feel like I don't know where that leaves Sammy, who left the group. He's the baby I face. Thought, yeah, I know, but uh, it was really just uh MJF turning on Sammy and then bringing the whole um. Inner circle with him, but I kind of saw the turn coming. in after uh, after the match at Revolution, when they said that they were going to have a war council this week, so medyo telegraph at that time. Ah, eh. uh, yeah, I don't really mind them as baby faces. see Jake Hager maging baby face. He is really the dumb muscle of the group, who really is kind of a dick. So it's it's going to be up to them to work hard in making him believable as a good guy. Paano kaya yun, Di ko alam but proud and powerful okay as baby faces they've been posting kind of baby faces stuff on uh, social media i think easily preventable uh, naman as baby faces uh as for the new group Sean spears i don't know if he's like the best choice for that group if uh, hey,
2: definitely ni ba? uh, Yeah, so i guess yung, i guess he hasn't
1: he hasn't been like uh, a threatening force in AEW in a long, long time. So I don't know about that. Uh, yeah, uh, okay lang, I guess. Okay lang sila.
2: You go, Chino, your thoughts on the turn and the hit? I
0: actually, like Ro said, saw it coming because MJF is an a-hole. Uh, he's like the biz on, on that side of things where he just draws natural heat. But at the same time, I didn't expect him to side with Tully. And the crew, I don't know what their new name is, but I'm kind of, I'm get, getting serious for Horsemen vibes from, from that side, particularly because there's a natural tag team, there's a hot young uh, wrestler who's like the current Ric Flair, just draws natural heat, um, and then there's, this, there's just this guy, this dark horse in the back, and Sean Spears, so I wouldn't have a problem if that's what they go by. For moving forward, it it builds off off of MJF's natural uh, charisma and, and chemistry that he projects so easily.
2: Sobrang natuwa ko dun sa post ni MJF on hmm. Twitter Um, after Dynamite went off the air. So it was an artwork of him being the puppet master, uh, and then you have the inner circle as puppets. It was basically an NSYNC cover art, diba, from No Strings Attached, yung album nila with Bye 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 on it. So sobrang natuwa ako dun for so many reasons. And um, it really says a lot about yung storytelling ni MJF as a character na uh, just when you think na naisahan na nila si MJF, puppet master pa rin siya, nautakan pa rin niya tong inner circle. So I really love that.
1: Yeah, uh, that's fun uh, Dwayne Anglo asks On the comments Kung issue ba Si Sean Spears Outside of wrestling Kaya na wala Sa AEW uh, Wala naman yata Nobody said anything About Sean Spears Having any backstage issues I think it's really more of Maraming tao Sa AEW ngayon And siyempre Nakita ni naman Sa Revolution Do magdag pa sila Ang dalawa no? to- A total of what Three people Were added this month Or over the past What, four weeks So maraming talagang Sumasari sa AEW And walang space for him until now So good for him On making it back To the show
2: Yeah uh, Do you guys want to talk About yung Street Fight uh, The cinematic match Because Bruce Is asking in the comment section He's uh, going to be commentary team ng AEW Because they don't know When to shut up In order for people To just really Take in yung cinematic match And to set the tone So what did you think About that?
0: Okay so I think I have a theory With regards to this I think like, With As revealed By the main event Nobody rehearsed anything here. And the commentary team was just calling it as they were watching it. Because they're, uh, I mean, I would get that because Tony Carmen seemed like the guy who uh, directs people to react naturally on the camera. He doesn't tell, he doesn't give specific instructions when it comes to their commentary team, not unlike with what we've heard from the WWE side of things. So, from the product alone, where it stands right now, I kind of feel like they just saw it as it is. Uh, and must, there's a moment where Taz reacted and did a quick zoom uh, during or a quick crane during one of those uh, segments. So I, I think that's what happened there. I think that's why everybody was so taken aback. I was a little taken aback by it as well. But then at the same time, I could also appreciate uh, how good it was actually shot.
1: May may question commentary elite deletion which was uh, a few months back, right? The last deletion match in the Hardy compound. Did it, did yeah, have parang compound? meron. Parang meron, yeah. If I remember. But it wasn't as slick as the street fight, you know, with Sting and uh, Darby Allen, Kaya, Yeah, yeah I tino ako. ako na may commentary siya. Uh, I thought it was the kind of cinematic match that should have played out without commentary. Yeah. So I don't know what happened there. And it kind of took a bit away. But uh, no 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 I know that they were doing commentary in these uh, kinds of matches. I would have preferred it without, though. But that's just me. For me, the biggest issue
2: in that fight na yun was how sobrang wala logic talaga all around for me. Uh, oh, that's just uh,
1: you. <laughs> Sorry, that's just you refusing to suspend your disbelief yes, for the match. Exactly. <laughs> <I> mean... <laughs> no, no.
2: Oh wait, hear me out. Hear me out here. I know my video is lagging, but hear me out here. Um Five on two yung team Taz from the start. So hindi niya hindi nila ma-overcome for whatever reason. And then naglalason <laughs> ng druids si a pasinesting nung match. And then the druids walked away. Why? And then a street fight happens. Parang FPJ styles sa abandoned warehouse. Okay, I can buy that. Pero si Hulk. Mabati powerhouse, hindi pa rin nila ma overcome sinigil, and nanduna sila the fifth floor for two idiots <laughs> off of the win, and they don't do it. I I I don't know if it's really suspending my disbelief or whatever, but I find that this
0: entire fight and this entire story so illogical. I this, I just can't. It's a work of art. This this whole thing is more hilarious because. We only catch every other word.
1: (laughs) Yeah, uh, that, that, we never got anything you said, uh, because of your internet. (laughs) para hindi hindi na keep up yung internet mo sa gadget mo
0: dito sa logic na to. um, um
1: <laughs> and I, I want to say I want to say that it really is a matter of uh, suspending this belief. Cause yeah I saw the same things you did I saw the uh, inconsistencies you did but I know that they just did this to have a nice to, to have a nice cinematic match that goes for what 20 to 25 minutes yeah. I think that was the runtime so it was something that the fans enjoyed and if you get too nitpicky about it syempre, ano, eh, uh ma- mawala yung, mawala yung any sense of joy mo and it's real easy to to be you know disregarding of it because we never liked how uh team Taz never overwhelmed uh staying in Darby Allen back in the build up so it's really easy to uh to just shrug off but yeah um that's what I think I, I, I'm willing to let it slide say just for the fun, uh, cinematicy of it.
0: I feel like they did that just because it's part. It's part of Sting's contract. He did sign a multi-year deal with uh, AEW, and as part of that deal, he's agreed to do a few uh, cinematic matches, which is good for him because he's a lot older than everybody else now. Way older than everybody else, <laughs> and way older than he used to be when he st- actually started wrestling again. So oh. the fact that they actually did this to save, save on the bumps, I guess, or save on actually him having to do actual wrestling right? lower his work rate and what
1: and what have
0: you is actually good because you want to see more of Sting if you're a Sting fan.
1: Right? I will agree with what Neil said. Nah Team Taz should have won. Like I said, they really were more. They were bigger, they were younger. Yeah. <laughs> they were up they were they had the bigger, the, the better numbers. So <laughs> just because Darby Allen flew all the way from the second floor. Yeah. To, See, know, freak,
0: freaking Brian Cage suplex Darby Allen patas the stairs. Like who does that? And James survives one can carried him with one hand and yet Darby Allen still has the audacity to jump off a belly. Anyway, I'm the guy in I like it. I, it, was, it was stupid. I like it. Admit it. I'm, I make sense. I make a
2: point. I feel like Team Taz Like, I can't buy any of them as threats anymore. Na, like, I, I no, wanted yeah. to root for Team Taz, but like for me, they don't credibility. You can't beat that 160-pound yeah. guy and that 61-year-old man in a warehouse. Yeah, yeah,
0: yes, yes, granted. But for what it was worth, I liked the uh, street fight. It was well
1: shot. The my production value was there. I liked
0: the
1: dream. Yeah. uh, yeah. didn't really do anything. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what we were all wanting out of this street fight more than most. Because uh again they are five people, oh, four. Because what has done. He was in commentary with the rest of people in the daily's place. Uh, that's about it. I think that's all we can say about it because everything to say has been said.
2: Yeah. All right, let's go to NXT. Uh, let's talk about some good stuff. The NXT Women's Tag Team Championships were introduced Kanina, And the first champions were Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. And then later on in the show, they were former champions. Because Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart beat them for the titles. Uh, was this a good move on NXT's part? Like, good move by creation of the women's tag belts, number one. And number two, was it a good move to give it to Dakota and Raquel and have them immediately lose to Ember and Shotzi? Let's start with so Rose.
1: Ah, so yeah, okay, I'll go. I haven't seen NXT yet. Uh, fair point. Uh, fair warning. I do think that, okay, sure, uh, the NXT Women's Tag Team Championships barely make sense. Okay, okay fine. Uh, Adam Pearce doesn't want to share the WWE main roster Women's Tag Team Championships NXT. Fine. There I'm in among teams in NXT that could definitely use something to fight for, right? Uh, especially... Um, with uh, the really stacked uh, Women's division So okay lang Sige I do think that Raquel and Dakota Deserved uh, a long reign I say they earned it uh, They turned face uh, They got people behind them uh, At the Dusty Roads Tag Team Classic For the women and they had a good showing And parang Okay You get the They become the first ever Just out of formalities But really They couldn't beat The fresher team but come on, guys. Sayang yun. How about it, Chino? Yeah, it goes against
0: tag team uh, logic when a uniform tag team easily trumps the established tag team. Uh, but that said, I felt like this is where they were headed. Did they have to do it right away? Not necessarily. Uh, this was the final. It was a very good final. And honestly, based on the history of bashed-up tag teams that the Dusty Classic has on the men's side of things, I had no problem rooting for Amber Moon and Shotzi Blackheart. Uh, but again, did they need to do it right away? No, of course not. Because they already had four championships on this episode. It was already looking like a, a mini takeover uh, of sorts. Um, Actually,
2: yeah. Good right?
0: point. A dominant championship match. And then you, you add this. I don't, I don't know if you needed it. Um, I don't know if it needed to happen on this one uh, particularly.
2: Um, Here's something that happened on NXT that nobody in the comment section, at least on Facebook, has brought up. Uh, they're teasing a Ringkampf storyline. And they started this last week. And then this week, must in, in your face nilao nung nag promo yung Imperium without Walter. And uh, see, si Marcel Bartel was talking to Timothy Thatcher. And was telling him, "Now we created something before we got here that really changed the game." Blah blah blah. Really referencing ringkampf and parang si Tim na sa Imperium. And here's Tommaso Ciampa basically telling his newfound friend, "No, you don't need that. We're gonna battle them next week. Uh, don't fall for that. Uh, th- those shenanigans." What do you think about this meta storyline being incorporated into WWE?
1: Uh, it's really interesting. Uh, medyo in your face actually last week when they talked about the past and don't let your past uh, blah, blah 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 blah. I don't know if Thatcher will become heel ulit. I think kaka-face niya. So I don't think this will be a uh, ring comp reunion uh, as advertised. Tingin ko uh, titis nila. Tapos uh, hindi matutuloy kasi okay na sila sa Imperium. na are apat na
0: Okay, so as a wrestling fan, I don't have a problem with it. But as a fan of storytelling, I have a lot of problem with it because they are essentially telling a story that has been told on NXT TV. So if you're one of these NXT casuals that watches NXT, you have no idea what they're talking about. Right? You it ha- you have to go out of your way to find out who Marcel Bertel was, who Timothy Thatcher was outside before... They even started in NXT. And I'm not discounting whatever championships they've held or whatever accomplishments they've done uh, outside of NXT or before they became a part of the WWE. I am just asking people to tell the story on TV. We've had this problem in a lot of other companies, promotions, and TV shows. You have all this time, and yet you can't tell the story right. So it's hard because people want to pay attention and they want to cling on to something but they can't because it's just not being told right.
2: Eta Gino, I think to, ano, to probably add to your point, mo, WWE is actually capable of this. If you remember when Shinsuke Nakamura in WWE when the good brothers uh, the commentators actually mentioned that tag team champions in Japan. They even mentioned IWGP And NJPW. They even mentioned Bullet Club. And then with Nakamura, they even showed you mga pictures from the Japanese magazines of yung exploits niya in the NJPW rings, yung matchups sina ni AJ Styles. For me, itong ring camp story, like, nagmamark out ako because kila ko sila. Pero, parang mas mag-mark out at ako pag may pictures parehin di ba or like clips kasi they already have yung footage ng WXW yung yes. world uh, that German promotion that's in a Walter Ilya Dragunov used to perform for so kung nandun na rin sa yung footage kame mitin mo na de bago mitin mo yung pictures kame mitin mo yung clips and and insert that in the promos para hindi lang mo nung, nung Imperium guys yung nandun. so for for those who aren't familiar yung ring camp, yun yung uh, faction na, na Walter Marcel Bartel Timothy Thatcher and for a while um Alexander Wolf uh, back when they were in the uh, European indie scene, so Ringcamp led to Imperium. Ringcamp is now Walter's brand of merch. Like they have an online store, na Ringcamp branded gear. So if you want to check that out, so yon. Um, I'm excited for this. I, I I'm with Chino here actually. Sana ano, Sana nagdagdag sila, nag na man lang ng pictures or clips. I just want to say
0: that it's not just with with NXT going on here over the over last Monday during the RAW. We got that amazing Peyton Royce promo, but did we see it on the Raw? No. We got Drew versus Sheamus for 20 minutes instead. So <laughs> bah, that's how you storytelling, John. Diba? What are we trying to prioritize here? Diba? Because it, clearly, I feel like they're prioritizing the wrong things.
1: No, I think uh, there might be issues showing young non-WWE footage to uh, TV. Maybe that's that. I think it's not as simple as it seems. So maybe in time, they will be able to Get it on American TV because I think most uh, up to this point, yung indie footage has been used in WWE Network documentaries. I think uh, correct me if I'm wrong, anyone uh, here and in the comments, but uh, I think it's not as simple as just airing yung progress and yung uh, WXW videos on the USA Network, diba?
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, I I think Tama naman. My rights issues, then I think kaya hindi it's e- uh, it's easier said than done pero sure armchair
0: commentator siyay di ba so <laughs> magkukritis oh, tayo walan naman tayo alam sa rights at sa mga copyright issues ng <laughs> mga uh,
2: lawyer
0: oh hindi naman tayo mga TV
2: executive di ba <laughs> <laughs> okay uh, let's talk about yung two night NXT takeover because um some of our viewers are asking for it and uh, banggit na rin natin na WrestleMania is actually going to sell limited tickets So they announced that this week as well So let's start with the news that NXT TakeOver Stand and Deliver The tagline for this year Is going to be a two-night event So first night on USA Network The second night's going to be on Peacock and on the WWE Network My quick thoughts on this are that I don't think they need a two-night takeover I think that's overkill and I, uh, they already have a good formula with the five-match takeover Where every match is a banger All of those are storylines we normally care about Don't mess with a proven formula
0: I think the only reason they're doing this is because of Peacock And the WWE Network presence on there uh, Like I said last week with regards to Fastlane They're trying to get as many people to migrate to Peacock as possible because that's where the network will be from now on, right? in the US. So if you can't get your current market onto the new platform, then you move. Right? So I think that's why they do it. Now, do I agree with it necessarily? Uh, maybe. I mean, I already have Pickup, I already have the network, so it's really not a loss for me. I want to see more of NXT, so I, I think I, I can get on that. Whether they'll be able to execute it properly is.
1: So, something we have to wait and see. Uh, I think they're doing this just because they couldn't do uh, TakeOver on Saturday. Because Saturday will be WrestleMania at one, diba. So, your TakeOver will be the special NXT episode in the USA Network, which is what? A two hour episode. So, uh, kulang yung, kulang ka one hour for your <laughs> usual TakeOver card. So, you have to use your, your next one or two hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, on your streaming service, so that's the only reason why I think um, uh, they're doing two nights here. And kung ganun nga, uh, it's not a problem with me, really. Uh, I'll be able to watch it. I think uh, people who want to watch it will be able to find ways to watch it then on whether it's a Peacock or uh, the WWE Network uh, for us here in outside the US. The oh, we ice. find ways. Oh, we Are find the ways. Ice. We find ways. <laughs>
2: Admin Angelo, na pag-usapan natin yung ano yung Molly Holly induction so you can just uh go find it sa audio only version when we drop it tomorrow Yep, yep. All right uh, what do you think about WrestleMania selling limited tickets so yung Raymond James Stadium in Tampa Florida which was last year's venue dun pa sila this year for both nights and if tama yung calculation ko I think they're allowing like what 10 20 30% of the capacity so yung mga football stadium na ganyan, yung capacity is nasa 70,000 80,000 right? So if sabi say 30% niyan, ng 70,000, di 21,000
0: people gathering for WrestleMania
2: in Florida.
0: Let's just si Alan good Gutierrez. So if TakeOver is two nights, what will happen to SmackDown? wala There's wala. two separate brands. So they continue on as scheduled.
1: Yeah, he's yeah, rin here uh, because TakeOver yeah. is uh, Wednesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And that's Wednesday, Thursday. Yun, so he's not so hindi siya at all. Yep. all right.
2: Yeah, yeah. So uh yun. what are you guys thoughts on this Because, kasi yun nga, uh, limited tickets pero yung limited na yun
0: ilang libong tao pa yun, eh.
1: yeah uh what uh G- yeah. na gawin, eh uh covid you know na
0: covid it's, it's late, guys covid <laughs> just that
1: just, just covid wrap it
0: up it's 4am let's go COVID. all right <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, um, as we wrap it up, uh, we just want to tell you guys that you better keep your eyes out for this new show called Heels. It's uh it's gonna be on the Stars Network. So that one is starring Stephen Amel, it's his latest project, tapas niya si Alexander Ludwig, who you may remember from the Hunger Games. For the for us wrestling fans, shampre, it's a wrestling centric TV show, and wrestlers who are confirmed to be appearing on it are Cody Rhodes, na Wala, during the Brody Lee Feud, and CM Punk. So that's something you'll want to watch out for. Because I also have been excited for this. I'm actually wearing my Stephen Bell Bullet Club shirt.
0: They actually, they actually put out new images of what they would look like. It's apparently, I read the synopsis real quickly on IMDB. It's about a wrestling family and how they're trying to balance their personal problems with their in-ring problems, if you will. So I, yeah. I, I like where the story's going because we haven't seen wrestling families on TV before diba? we only see them on documentaries. No, on it's a glow, meron naman, and young rock. <laughs> no, I mean wrestling families on Glow. Yeah don't Yeah. Yeah. Caracini si Machu Picchu. Yeah, see si Carlito. Yeah, he was there. Yeah, yeah. that was a thing, I guess. So yeah, but I mean to get deeper into it. I was about to say we only see wrestling families. <laughs> <laughs> but then <laughs> but then apparently I was wrong. So I take that back.
2: Uh, now, hey, you I, know I what? If, if you want to know more about heels, uh, Stephen and Mel actually did an interview on Michael Rosenbaum's podcast. Oh, it's right. called Inside of You in Podcast. And uh, this is from before the pandemic passed. So he was already talking about shooting heels. So there, that's a good resource if you want to dig into um what the plan is for the show. He's been uh, working
0: on it for a while now. So naman may, may, uh proof of concept is uh, well so, uh, yeah,
1: I just want I just want the show to be like the wrestler on TV. Darren Aronofsky's is a wrestler on TV. I agree.
2: All right. So there, go check that out. Uh, As we are about to end this week's stream, let's get to our picks of the week. Let's start with you, Chino.
0: All right. In honor of International Women's Day, uh, Women's History Month, my picks go out to, firstly, uh, that amazing NXT UK Women's Championship match between Kaylee Ray, I almost said Kaylee Ray, Kaylee Ray, and Meiko Satamura. What an, an amazing match. We've only seen right. the very tip of what Meiko May, Satamura can do in a WWE ring. What happened? It's a maximum of her capacity. So I want
2: to see. Yeah, and
0: it was just a, a, a small sampling of what she can actually do in the ring. And it was already something special. I suggest you go see that. My honorable mention for this week, I mentioned it quick, quickly, briefly. At the very middle of this stream, it's Peyton Royce's promo on Monday Night Raw because her potential haunts her. I'm going.
1: <laughs> How about you, Ro? Your pick of the week? Um, I don't have a super special pick of the week, so I'm just going to ape uh, China's, uh pick of the week then. Uh, go watch Kaylee Ray versus Meiko Satomura. Uh Really good stuff on NXT UK if you've been missing out. but uh, in on the network, right? Go catch up.
2: All right. Uh, my pick of the week is the ending to Dynamite, the mafia hit ni MJF and Friends against the Inner Circle. Uh, talked about why I loved it earlier, but as an honorable mention, uh, I'm going to mention yung documentary about the Iron Sheik on Amazon Prime. Oh. So if you guys don't know, Amazon Prime actually has a lot of wrestling documentaries in the catalog. Okay, I, uh, a lot probably an exaggeration, but there are at least six and I've put them all on my list. And ang ginagawa ko is every Sunday night I watch one. So the Iron Sheik's documentary is from 2015, I guess, and they started shooting that late 2000s pa. So that was a crowdfunded project by uh, Sheiky's managers. So abrang ganda niya. Um, di siya yung tipong style ng WWE 24 documentaries, which is refreshing. And it's a it's a nice little look about uh, at the life of Kosro Vasiri or the Iron Sheik. So go check that out on Amazon Prime. All right. Uh, before we get out of here, some quick plugs. Let's start off with one of the ways you can support the podcast, and that is through your shopping on Shopee. All
1: right, guys, if you need to get anything online, um, we mentioned one way earlier, but this way uh, on Shopee, you can use our affiliate link. That's tinyurl slash wwpxshopee. Again, tinyurl com wwp x again a portion of your purchases will go a long way in helping us do what we do here on the podcast
2: all right uh we also have other projects going on here uh with with uh, within the team let's start with chino because he's got a new season of his podcast coming up
0: Right, a new season—a new season, rather. It's 4 a.m., guys. Oh my god, a new season of Class Cloud is coming out. You really, really soon. I've just started recording my episodes. Master Hands is on deck. A Black History episode is on deck. An episode with Doc Gia is also on deck. We are—I'm saying on deck a lot, but that's a different show. So I will get to that later. What I am saying is, you can listen to all the old episodes. Of class one. Season one is still up on Spotify, still up on Apple Podcasts. All you have to do is log on to and type out my name, the Class Clown with Chino Liao, uh, on every social media or, sorry, podcast platform you have. Also, please follow me on my socials for more information at Chino Supersize. That's for everything.
2: All right. Uh, as for me, my other podcast, On Deck, uh, we released a new episode yesterday featuring Laila Chikadora Pangilinan from Radio Cinco News FM. Really fun conversation there where she gets to open up about her evolution as an on-air character, an on-air persona. And I've also got a future episode coming out with Jody Mango. Uh, oh, so Wow. I, um, wow. Yeah, and so, so that, that's a deep cut for, for the 90s kids out there. So that you know, uh,
0: was, was secretly my dream guest for you. <laughs> that's boy. the guy I wanted you to interview. Wonderful. <laughs> so, I, I'm
2: glad that uh, I got that reaction out of you, Chino, at 4 a.m. Pa partida. So there, uh, go check that out when it drops on my podcast. Again, it's called On Deck with Stan C. As for this show, the Wrestling Wrestling Podcast, we're going to be doing two episodes next week. So next week, March 16th, uh, some of us call it the anniversary of when the world changed for us wrestling fans. It is Stone Cold Steve Austin Day, Dial Three Sixteen, deba. So we're gonna be on Kumu. We're gonna be doing a special broadcast on the podcast uh, podcast network Asia Kumu stream. Uh, so follow it at podcast network Asia, and we're celebrating 25 years of Stone Cold Steve Austin in WWE. Think about that. So your favorite moments, favorite matches, favorite promos of Stone Cold. Uh, send it to us at Wrestling2Xpod on Twitter and we'll reminisce all about the good stuff on March 16. And then next week, shampre, March 18, you've got your usual wrestling wrestling podcast stream here at uh, wrestling wrestling pod on Kumu and on Facebook.com slash wrestling wrestling podcast. And if you can't get enough uh Usapanatin every Thursday, we've got our monthly Patreon program, which Ro can
1: tell you about right now. All right, guys. Uh, for more content that we don't have time for here on the podcast, because late now, we do. Uh, we have our Patreon account, which is uh, patreoncom Podcast. In it, you will find um, uh, post-show review content of shows like Raw, SmackDown, NXT, Dynamite, Pay Per Views, uh, exclusive merch, and uh, a discussion uh, discord channel where we talk about wrestling and other things and other we also send each other links of uh, questionable things just kidding uh, we just send each other young rock episodes and we definitely do watch parties on that as well so if you guys want to watch uh, if you guys want to have a uh, live party uh, experience with us when we, when we do pay-per-views of both WWE and AEW you can definitely sign up for that for as low as 250 pesos per month again as Patreon com slash wrestling wrestling podcast. Check it out.
2: Yeah. So if you want to go catch Fast Lane with us, you'll watch party kami on our Patreon. All right. Um now we uh before we get out of here, gotta say thank you to Babyface Producer Sola for manning the console tonight and the rest of the podcast Network Asia team. Um special shout out to babyface producer Nikai who cannot be with us tonight. Uh but because we are celebrating women's history month uh thank you babyface producer Nikai for hey, being the thank true you. Babyface producer of the podcast. Si Sola, wow. Ano na siya? Uh, producer lang siya. Wow. <laughs> no, no we, we 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 love both Nikai and Sola wow. siempre. <laughs> um, thank you as well to everybody from the patrons, to the uh listeners, mga joiners and viewers, Natin on Kumu. Thank you so much to everybody for downloading, streaming, subscribing, sharing the podcast, letting people know that we exist. We're gonna catch you again next Thursday. If you want the conversation To keep going It is at Wrestling2xPod On Twitter At Chino Supersized At Roisvar, And at Underscore stanc. On that note Episode 395 Is in the books Please don't forget To mask up Stay safe Register to vote And well We'll catch you again On the next stream Peace out Bye bye Peace